Welcome back to Catherine's Corner. If this is your first episode, welcome. My name is Sten, and you're listening to A Quiet Corner of the Internet, where we talk about our feelings, our thoughts, and how we can grow into better humans. Make sure to follow or subscribe to the show wherever you like to listen to Prompt Never Miss an Episode every Friday. If you want to stay up to date on the show, you should join our community over at Catherine's Corner. Type it into Google, and I'll be right there. Hey, uh, how you doing, babies? I gotta pick up something. There we go. (laughs) I'm currently crocheting a hat for my father for Christmas. And I'm almost done. I'm on like the last leg. Um, Like a few centimeters left. But I'm using a stitching that like is very condensed. So it's taking a lot longer than like if I had worked on like a bucket hat, for example. So... Yeah, that's what I've been up to. Like, I've been doing stuff. I've been off a couple weeks. I had finals. It was a busy time. But enough about me. We're here to talk about us as a family, as a unit. Because boy, oh boy, it's the season, the time of the season for setting boundaries. (laughs) Hence today's titles. Hence today's title boundaries the holiday miracle because there's just something about this time of year that has everyone's loved ones kind of acting up a little bit (laughs) i thought it'd be good to talk about it um i just want to clarify from the get-go i'm not an expert i feel like i'm the worst person to ask about boundaries so i think it's really funny that this was actually suggested by one of you thank you carlo um because when I saw that as an episode, I was like, that's such a good idea. That's such a good idea. But am I qualified to do this? And you know what? I've never been qualified to talk about anything on this show. Um, so this is a discussion. This, these are my thoughts and some of your thoughts. And this is a discussion of what I know based on observation and trial and error. Okay? Okay. <laughs> that being said, you know how it is. I went on Instagram and I talked to you all about boundaries. And I mixed it up a little bit and I went on r slash am I the asshole to find an am I the asshole for us to answer from the get-go. So it's a longer one. I'm not going to read out the whole thing. If you want to read through it, go to at Catherine's Corner on Instagram. It's on the story highlight for this episode, episode 9. Um, but in conclusion, you have, um, a young woman who is currently pregnant and her husband, um, whose dad had passed away recently, has decided, as it is his duty in his eyes as being the new head of the family, to host Christmas. But in doing that, he did not consult his wife at all, and so, as his wife went about it she decided uh to cancel um the christmas celebration without telling him so he had messaged the family being like okay come over for christmas told his wife family's coming over for christmas and as the new head of the family i have to host christmas because you know dad has recently passed away but i was like i am not doing this because i know that if we do this i'm going to be the one doing all the christmas stuff while you like sit around and read stories and have a jolly old time 
and I'm pregnant and I do not have the capacity to do this. Um, her husband's like, um, well, too bad. We're hosting Christmas. That is part of my fam familial duties. She's like, oh, hell nah. So she goes behind him, messages the family being like, we are not hosting Christmas. Sorry about that. Uh, the husband gets very upset and asks for a handwritten apology um, from her for what she had done. Um, yeah, also, um, since there's an ETA, I can't remember what that means as far as Reddit goes, but for extra detail, extra details, um, he planned on sitting and telling stories of his dad while I handle everything because his family believes that as guests it's rude to ask them to help. So, the question was straight up, is she the hassle? Is she the asshole? Um, 100% of you said no. 100% <laughs> of you said no. And this was one of the Reddit posts where sometimes on that um, Reddit, they'll go ahead and post whether that person was deemed the asshole or not. This person was not deemed the asshole. They were not the asshole according to Reddit either. Um, but I picked this one specifically, A, because it's holiday themed, and B, because I think it's a really good example of setting boundaries in a way that's a bit uncomfortable, in a way that has to do with family. Um, so I did go ahead and I asked you guys to explain yourselves on why you thought uh, she was not the asshole. Um, so here is what some of you guys said as far as that goes. Um, she has way too much to handle. Um, a lot of the general conclusion with this one is that the husband is a misogynist, which I cannot argue that. It's a very archaic way of thinking. The I'm the head of the family and my wife's gonna handle Christmas even though she's pregnant. Also, another detail with this one is that his wife is on maternity leave, so she's a working mother as well. <laughs> so on top of all that, um, and he was trying to get her, or they were considering her taking time off work, which meant less maternity leave for her. So there's a lot of stuff going on here as far as this am I the asshole goes. Um, yeah, a lot of him just being a bit misogynistic as far as the situation goes. One of you said that the husband has poor communication and that they should be working as a team. And that's where I fall here. Um, I always think it's funny whenever I ask you guys questions because I don't, I really try and make it very unclear where I stand because I want to get as clear of a response from all of you as possible. I don't want it to be influenced by what you think I would say. I, when I first read this, I was neutral. I know, I was neutral. And then I read the response, so I was like, okay, yeah, she's definitely not the asshole. Um, just because my brain immediately went to, this man seems to be grieving in a way that he is so out of his limit of, in dealing with, it seems like. Um, because he's lost his father, who was the head of the family, and instead of finding support um, with his wife or his family, his reaction is trying to push forward. Um, and by doing that, leaving people close to him behind, 
Um, I think with Am I the Assholes and just the internet in general, it's always a bit tricky because you don't know the full context of people's interpersonal relationships. So we have no idea if this is a pattern of behavior, if it tends to, you know, behave a bit misogynistically as far as their marriage dynamics or has misogynistic views. Or if this reaction is coming from the fact that his father is gone. Um, so I guess it depends on that, <laughs> what you believe it to be, but either way, I would agree that she's not the asshole. Um, but yes, I really like this one because it fits really well today's topic, which is about setting boundaries, but specifically setting boundaries with family, because the way she had to go about it, she said, um, what she felt she was capable of doing. He did not listen to that boundary being set. So then the next step of action, instead of kind of creating leeway with that boundary or kind of bending under pressure, uh, she pushed back in a way that, you know, did not make a lot of people happy. But guess who doesn't have to worry about Christmas anymore? Her. You know? Um, and I'll come back to this example later a bit more when we talk about boundaries a bit more in a bit. But I really, really liked it as far as this conversation goes. I also asked you guys two more questions. Uh, the first being just point blank, do you set clear boundaries with your family? <laughs> I usually try and not be too on the nose with questions, but I wanted data. So 62% of you said I try my best to and 38% said see the thing is <laughs> which i am proud that 60 percent of you try your best because i was expecting the latter to be bigger the more of you aren't as good at it um it's important it's important i don't need to tell you that y'all know that y'all know it's important but then i asked you what's the hardest part about setting those boundaries for you um especially with family because we're focusing on family um, so I also think setting boundaries with family is a very different thing than setting boundaries with other people just because of established histories and ties and societal dynamics and so on and so forth. So I asked y'all what was up <laughs> and here's what you said. Ooh, I, <laughs> my setup, I am at home. I am in Kansas, so I had to readjust my setup here. <laughs> So I'm hoping it's working out. Anyways, um, uh, there was a consistent theme of the guilt that comes with it. Um, people realizing the boundaries need to be set in the first place, which makes sense with the demographic of the people that I tend to know, listen to this show, are on my age. You know, very, very young adults, very, very baby adults. <laughs> uh, people pleasing financial dependency, um, just again, the differences between friends and family when it comes to setting boundaries, different consequences for setting boundaries, um, and a deep misunderstanding of why the boundaries need to be set in the first place, which, uh, you know, <laughs> it's the truth, it's the truth. <laughs> Um, so that's all I asked you guys this week as far as boundaries go. Loved your answers. Just a wonderful group. 
always. I just love picking your brains. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's been one of my favorite things with starting the, um, I was about to say online portion. The podcast is on the internet, but you know, the more interactive part of the podcast was before I didn't have the best gauge all the time. Um, yeah, just such good insight. I'm gonna have us take a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about favorites, and we'll get to this boundary stuff, because it's important. It's really, really important. Okay, see you on the other side. Alright, homies, you know what time it is? It's favorite time of the day. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Um, anyways, so for my first favorite, <laughs> um, I went to a house show the day before I flew back here and it was super duper fun. Um, it was a benefit show for the Crime Fund, which is a cutie pock fund that my school does for cutie pock in need. If you don't know what cutie pock is, that stands for queer trans people of color. Um, and we were raising money for crime. So, if you feel like being extra charitable this season, I would recommend sending money to crime. The crime fund always needs more funds. And yeah, it just helps out a lot of people um, on campus, which is really important because, you know, a very vulnerable population we are. So. Um, yeah, also the performers were really fun, and the vendors were all super cool, and the people were cool, and I was there with my friends, and it was just a grand old time, and I'm really glad I got to go to it, and hope I can get some more house shows in the future, because it's really chill. My second favorite of this week, Christmas! Not just the holiday, uh, one of my friends hosted a Christmas day during finals, um, my friends. I mean, also like my Dekama, but my friend um, hosted a Christmas uh, celebration during finals and it was a lot of baking, a lot of just spending time with people and Christmas music. And I just love people. <laughs> I love people so much. Um, and yeah, it just makes you really happy to know people. And I think it's just so cool how the holidays tend to bring people together and what we do to make it a cheery season, you know what I mean? Especially in like college, because college kids do not have that many funds, so it's always cool to see what we manage to do to keep ourselves in the holiday spirit. Finally, my final favorite, and maybe I'm being gooey today, but my friends, I love my friends. And I miss my friends. And I had to say goodbye to some friends because they're going to be abroad next semester. And I'm going to miss them very much. And I just, I love all of them so, so much. And I'm so glad to know them and spend time with them and be growing with them. And yes, yes, so many wonderful people in my life that make me happy. And that is all. And that is all for favorites of today. Let's not waste any more time. Not that favorites are a waste of time. It's always good to acknowledge the things that spark joy. As that is the Catholic corner philosophy. But we have an important discussion to have, so let's just get into it. 
get into it. All right, friends, today's tea, setting boundaries is a two-way street. I know this feels self-explanatory, but I feel like whenever we talk about boundaries, we tend to focus on our side of it um, and forget that in making a boundary, um, other people are affected. And while it's important to like assess the need and find the solution for your need and voice the solution to the appropriate party, it's easy to forget that setting boundaries isn't just about you, it's also about the relationship with the person you're setting it with. So this is, I feel like, again, this is like an intuitive thing, but I think that's a big reason why it's so hard to set boundaries with family because we're taught when setting boundaries to focus on ourselves and what we need versus that and the relationship that we're setting boundaries for because that's what's being affected the most not just us it's the relationship uh, and i think that's what holds us back a lot of the times from setting boundaries so you know when it comes to acknowledging that with setting boundaries and relationships i feel like the two big things are the fact that your boundaries have consequences in the sense that by setting a boundary something's going to happen as a result of setting that boundary for example as we talked about earlier by the wife setting that boundary with her husband her husband is now upset with her. She's going to have a very awkward relationship with her husband's side of the family. We don't know how the relationship will repair or grow because of that boundary that was set. But that doesn't mean it was wrong to set the boundary. It just means that like every decision and action we have in this life, it comes with a consequence of some sort, you know? And consequences aren't always a bad thing, you know? Consequences are just, you know, what happens as a result of an action. That's all it means. Secondly, that also means when boundaries are crossed, there needs to be consequences for the boundaries being crossed. In this case, consequences being a bad thing. So, which I think is a thing that a lot of people, especially with family, struggle with is that our boundaries will soften as a way to combat discomfort, which, you know, leads to more discomfort um, as a result of that boundary being crossed and not um, rectified. But it's necessary. It's necessary to have a consequence in place for when the boundary is crossed, which I think is a thing a lot of people, when they talk about making boundaries, forget about. Uh, because it's a lot easier to be like, I need this, I need you to do this, and then not what's going to happen if they don't meet you. Because that is the reality, is that people don't always respect the boundaries you put in place for them. And there needs to be something that will happen if they don't respect it. So, during the holidays especially, I think the need for boundaries, as we can all agree, is very important. Since you're just not used to being together in the way that you are during this time of year, especially if you're like my age, I'm 20 in case anyone forgot, um, you're away. <laughs> Even if you, you're not in college, you're probably off living your own life. 
Um, and even if you live with your parents, the way that you interact with them is different the older you get, you know? So with that in mind, and the holidays kind of being so heavily wrapped in tradition and certain family dynamics being at play, it's really important to set certain boundaries um, to really protect yourself and your inner peace and your stability. Um, and just at the baseline, just respect who you are as a person right now. I think that's a big part of setting boundaries too. Um, is respecting the fact that you are growing and changing and that with that growth and that change you need certain things so when it comes to starting to create those boundaries because we do know the basics i think it's good to really understand what kind of boundary you're setting so i think with boundary type there are certain kinds of boundaries that are easier to set up and create consequences for than others. Um, and it also depends on you as a person and what kind of family dynamics you have and what kind of relationships you have with certain people. Because again, the relationships you have with certain people in your family will be different from others. And that's for you to kind of feel out as you go and continue to set boundaries and change your boundaries over time. Because again, you're changing as a person. So I found a little list, a little breakdown of different kinds of boundaries people tend to make um, just in case you need it or want it. Um, and I find that looking at it also is a good point of reflection of your own needs and wants um, that you might have not even considered or thought of. So the first one is a physical boundary, referring to your personal space, privacy, and your body. Um, you know, some people really like PDA, um, some people really like being hugged, um, getting kisses, holding hands with people, just touching people. Um, other people don't like that. <laughs> and sometimes it changes over time due to events in your life or just changes in who you are or maybe a realization of the fact that you do need those boundaries maybe you grew up in a very touchy household and as you've left that household you've found yourself more comfortable not being as touchy-feely with people you know so finding ways to set those boundaries whether it's verbalizing it very directly please don't hug me or i'm okay i would like to not have a hug right now or the opposite of I would like to have more hugs, or is it okay if we hug, and so on and so forth. And then again, making sure there's a consequence for that, uh, which a lot of times for people tends to be creating distance, which in the case of boundaries is okay. Um, creating distance, whether it's verbally, physically, um, time-wise, whatever that looks like for you to make sure that you're in a safe space, because uh, the point of boundaries is to keep yourself safe mentally, emotionally, and physically. So that's one type of boundary. Uh, another type of boundary is sexual. I don't think I really need to clarify what that means. Um, I think it's kind of obvious, again, depending on what kind of relationships you have with people. Uh, another kind of boundary is intellectual, such as your thoughts and your beliefs. Um, for me, for example, I don't like talking about religion with people, <laughs> especially with my family. I don't like talking about religion with my family. We don't tend to discuss religion very directly 
very often unless it's from a very intellectualized standpoint because it's religion and spirituality are very personal to me and I don't like people in, not interacting with or imposing themselves with that kind of stuff for me because I know how I feel about those kinds of things and I don't really care what other people feel about those kinds of things because I think of it as a personal thing. So my way of setting that boundary is just not even engaging with those kinds of conversations. I think that's another thing with boundaries is that they don't always have to be point blank verbalized as long as it's clarified in some way. And if there's a sense that there's not a clear understanding, then they need to be verbalized. And that's for you to kind of navigate within your own relationships, you know? There's also has to be the understanding again um, I think this is a good example of that, that people don't always respect those boundaries, um, especially when it comes to thoughts or belief. Uh, people who are close to you and that you care about uh, may have certain belief systems that are in direct opposition with who you are. And it's painful, but it's up to you to navigate the healthiest way to kind of combat that and navigate that for you, whatever that will look like respecting you know where other people are coming from because that's what boundaries are it's just a sense of mutual respect um, that centers around your safety the fourth one is an emotional boundary referring to people's feelings this is where we get into things like trauma dumping and trauma bonding and just overloading and oversharing in a way that may be overwhelming to people. Maybe you have a codependent relationship with your mom, for example, um, where it might be a good time to start slowly setting a boundary with that. Um, but again, the more clear you make it, the more effective that boundary is. I wouldn't recommend just shutting down when people are talking to you. I feel like it's better in my own learning experience to just articulate. I don't have the capacity to take this in right now um, or support you in the way that you would like me to, but I am willing to do X. And if you keep trying to push that boundary, we won't be able to talk in this way at all. You know? So baby steps. Baby steps with what is comfortable for you. And it goes vice versa. You might not feel comfortable sharing your feelings about everything with people. And it may be better for you to share gradually over time. So respect that about yourself. If sharing something is making you uncomfortable for whatever reason, trust your gut, you know? Um, vice versa. Finally, financial. Um, I'm on the younger end, so I don't have this issue as much. Uh, but if you're older, you may have this issue where maybe you like to spend, like to save money instead of spending it on stuff. So you might not want to loan money to people. That one gets tricky with family too because of the whole, what is it? Blood is thicker than water, even though that's not the whole phrase, and just the, the, I feel like especially in immigrant households, the 
notion that you kind of owe support to people, especially from older generations, when they're struggling financially. But if you know you don't have the capacity to do that right now, then you're gonna have to set up that boundary and say no. Because a lot of it is just saying no at the end of the day, right? And again, being at peace with the fact that you will probably get negative reactions when you set boundaries. Um, and if you have positive ones, I'm really happy for you. But it, there is a large potential to get negative reactions by setting boundaries. Because you are changing the relationships fundamentally, especially when it comes to family. And the sooner you're able to make peace with that, the more at peace you will be and the easier it'll become to set those boundaries for yourself as well. So, implement them in small ways that are comfortable for you, because that is what they are for. And remember to make sure there are consequences when you're setting these boundaries with your family, whatever kind of boundary it is. Make sure the consequences match with the boundary that is being crossed. If so, you know? And finally, my final thing to say to you as a non-boundary expert and simply an observer. <laughs> Find a safe space to express um, any frustrations as you're going through this process. Because I think the hardest thing um, when it comes to setting boundaries and navigating family dynamics in a new way is uh, making sure you're not taking out those frustrations on people in the moment. As well, it may seem justified to take them out on them. It will, in the long run, um, just lead to more chaos on your end than peace. And we're working towards your peace, not your chaos. So find spaces, whether that's talking with a friend, again, boundaries there as well. Don't just dump on your friends <laughs> when you're upset. Uh, but talking with friends or journaling or whatever it might look like for you, but finding that safe place to let those frustrations out um, while actively working to make those boundaries because it is a learning process. Do that. Do that for yourself. Take care of yourself. Protect yourself. Look out for yourself because you deserve it. And that's my take, buddy. So what can we do to feel better today? Be patient and practice with small things. And it's going to take time, but we'll be okay. And we'll get there. Alright, before you go, I want to do a breathing exercise, okay? Ready? Alright. In. Two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four, out, two, 
three, four, five, six. Before you go, remember to follow or subscribe wherever you like to listen from to receive future episodes. This podcast is available to listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, and Stitcher. If you want to stay updated on the show, you can join our little community over at Catherine's Corner. You're amazing. You're doing what you can. Take care, and I'll see you here next week on Catherine's Corner. <laughs>